It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own. He decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 57. Today, Cody Freeman's going to be joining us. He's a Rangers catching prospect, also played a little bit of infield. But before we get to that, we always talk about the big league, and there is some big league news going on right now. (laughs) Why don't you tell me what's going on and why I should be excited? Well, the uh, Rangers have just hired Bruce Bochy as their manager. Who? Uh, Bruce <laughs> Bochy? I mean, look, you they, that, the news came out that they had talked to, to Bochy, but uh, you talked to a couple guys who you, you were kind of wondering. If yeah, were, yeah, there, there were some thoughts like, um, you know, does this guy who's who's been retired for a few years, who's done everything just about a manager can do, is the Rangers' job enough to get him out, um, to get him out of retirement, to pull him out, was one year of Chris Young, was that one year enough of a, a link to be like, yeah, I want to work for this guy. Uh, you know, the Rangers the Rangers have lost 60 and 68 games the last two years. Did Would Bruce Bochy want a better opportunity right away to, uh, to, to win? You know, I mean, father time is not on his side. No. Uh, do you want to win right away? Now, maybe he sees the pieces. I mean, you know, look, the Rangers have said – you know, they spent last offseason. They've said they're going to spend this offseason. Their farm system is terrific. It's a great shit. Um, there is a talent on the team. You know, the 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 nine the nine spots in the batting order, you pretty much got them all. You know, you could you could go with the offense that this team fielded at the end of last season, plus Mitch Garver. Um, but yeah, the picture the picture behind John here is is a young Chris Young and a younger Bruce Bochi with a big hat. With a big hat, with his big head, um, <laughs> it, it, but we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll all be making jokes about that later. But yeah, um, this is a big deal, man. This hey, is this is uh, you know, this is huge. Let me come at yeah. you from a fan perspective. You right. know, I'm the Texas Ranger fan that grew up this way. This is the biggest manager hiring that I can remember going back. I remember the excitement and I was old enough to remember when they hired Billy Martin. Okay, I was a kid, but Billy Martin hadn't won anything yet. He had not won with the Yankees yet. He had been fired from. He was with the Twins uh, when he got fired. Tigers, yeah. Or the ti- the Tigers before he came down. Then he went to the Twins. But then he goes back to all those years with the Yankees. That's in the late 70s. We're talking 74, I think he was with the Rangers, 73, yeah. 74. I was young, but that was a huge deal. My dad, I remember my dad thought, that, this is three World Series? Beat the Rangers in the World Series? The first one, yeah. Uh, this guy is, uh, this is a huge hire. And this tells you this. And guys, this is not a joke. You should feel good about the Texas Rangers. This guy would not just take this job. Yeah. If he did not think something looked good here. Yeah. He wouldn't do it. Why sure. would he, he would, he's not going to come here if he looked at any part of it and went, hey, you guys are, 
you guys are kind of far away. I don't know. Yeah. You know, he's 68. He's not young. This is huge. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure there was a sales pitch that had to be made. Well, sure. And the, and the thing I wonder now, when, when did, when, when did this ball start rolling? I mean, they, you know, Chris Woodward was fired in, in middle August. How, how, how soon did they start, you know, greasing the wheels? You know, how, how, uh, how, how soon did Chris Young say, Hey, Bruce, are you, are you interested? Did he call on August? Chris Woodward was fired on August 15th. Did he call on August 16th? Uh, did he call on August 13th? Yeah. You know, you know when, when, when did this process start? That's, that's pretty interesting. Uh, I'm sure that's something that'll, well, that'll there be was asked. another, there was another president of baseball operations sure. the day that, that Chris Woodward was fired. Sure. So did any conversation start before that with John? Uh, who knows? I mean, it's Chris, possible, uh, but, but you know, after that was done, Chris takes over. I'm God, that's a great question to ask. Did yeah. he reach out to Gage? So obviously the flight there that we heard about from Ken Rosenthal last week was a little more than gauging interest. He may, maybe he had yeah. already said, I'm open to this. And then he had to go tell him what all, you know, and maybe, maybe, maybe he was flying him home, you know, maybe, <laughs> you know, and maybe that's what it was. Maybe he'd been here toured the facilities, met, met with, met with, people met with everybody you needed to meet with and maybe this was hey we'll we'll be in touch and uh see you next week but uh the press conference is going to be monday this this will uh, be out before then yeah uh so we won't have uh, anything from that though at our our youtube channel um rangers day baseball podcast youtube channel there will be video of the of the press conference i'm sure so uh be sure to check that out in the coming days but man we got a lot to talk about now it's been it's been quiet not a lot that's been going on, a lot of speculation, and now all of a sudden we've got we've got the biggest news of the offseason. It's, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. It's the first thing they had to do, and it's this the is big- the biggest thing you're going to do every t- every time you hire an, a manager. It's the biggest thing you do with that offseason. Absolutely, and and you know, so now you can start to wonder. All right, Bruce Bochy, uh, I think he's quoted in Joe Madden's book coming up that managing isn't as fun anymore because of analytics. Well, has he has he had a change of heart because the Rangers have invested a lot of money in analytics. Does does Chris Young, who is a player, is he going to let his manager manage more? I'm not saying John Daniels didn't do that, but you know, there's a perception that that front offices are involved heavily in the day to day operation of of clubs, game to game. Right? Um, is 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 that? Will there be a, a back backwards moving back from that? Uh, uh, how much autonomy is he going to have? You know, obviously he won't be making player personnel decisions. I'm sure he'll have some pretty nice suggestions. I'm sure a lot oh, of yeah. a lot of people want to play. That's another thing. If you're a free agent and you know that your new manager is now Bruce Bochy, um, that's that's got to be a a, a big a that's big huge. check mark too. I mean, three World Series uh, in the odd year or in the even years 10, 10 12, and fourteen uh, beat the Rangers obviously in ten and five games um, as of what they were a wild card team, I believe. Yeah. So. Uh, good, good. This is a big hire. This, you know, and and was Chris Young going to make a splash? Everybody kind of thought, yeah, he's probably going to make a splash. You know, that's a splash. That's a that's a cannonball. That's a cannonball. Yeah. So, hey, and, and it can't go without saying this either. Tony Beasley, hats off. That guy yeah. went into one of the toughest situations, loved and beloved by this organization so much so that even before anything happened, they said, if we don't hire him as the manager, he has a job in this organization if he wants it. Yeah. Now. He's a popular guy. He could get snatched up by anybody and go somewhere. And best of luck to bees, no matter what. But hats off for what he did coming in and handling this big crap show that happened here when they when everything went down and uh, came on with us, talked to us the week that he took over the job. Yeah, um, you know, which he stopped down to do that, and his head was probably still reeling. Um, can't say enough. We love bees. You and I love bees. He's just yeah. one of the sweetest guys in the world. Good baseball man. Yeah. Hope he stays. Hope he stays. Yeah. You know, I mean, the Rangers need a third base coach. So, yeah. you know, go, go ahead and, and go with that. I mean, I, you know, you can look back at, at, at Bochy's staffs in, in San Francisco and wonder who he'll draw on from there. You know, I'm, would, I'm, he, would he take over? Would, would, would bees be a bench coach? I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens, but I'm, I'm sure that Bruce has a, will have the ability to make his own multiple decision. hires. I'm yep. guessing the pitching coach will uh, be, be, do you remember who uh, his pitching coach huge, was in? And- I don't have a huge influence on that. So, uh, I mean, it might have been Dave Rigetti. Is that, does that sound right? Um, anyway, again. Th- My li- brain's not like yours. This, you're, this, you're more likely to know than This me. literally just happened within the last 20 minutes. So right. we're 
we were uh, we were getting ready to shoot it and uh, and looked it down on my phone and holy cow! So um, we're we're kind of flying off the cuff here, but we'll do um, our we'll do our interview with Cody and we'll break it to him. Hopefully, he doesn't know about it. Yeah, there you go. But um, <laughs> yeah, so. So it just seems like now the the world is the Rangers oyster. I mean, I know we're we're it's a twenty minute high here of, of the Bruce Bochy thing, but um, possibilities. You know, we've, we've talked about the free agents oh my last gosh. week. You know, what about trades? You know, we got yeah, uh, we got to get into trades. And Pablo Lopez is up here for reasons. Okay, Bruce Bochy's hired. Now he looks into a pitching coach. Now free agency is going to start as soon as the World Series are about to look like we're going to have our World Series. We're, we're in the, the the championship series right now. When you go into it, we've talked about free agents that could possibly be coming. They've talked road on, everybody's stuff. Mm-hmm. But trades is a way that we got to look at it. Um, that's another big way to do it. Pablo Lopez, a name mentioned. A couple other names, too, that are kind of out there. What do you think? I mean, that, that's a that's a good way to get a pitcher a little bit on the cheaper than signing a big free agent. Yeah. I mean, there, there are two currencies in baseball. There's money and there's prospects and the Rangers are pretty darn well off in both. Right. And, and um, you know, you, you look at the, the, the top 10 and, 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 you know, you, you were listening with the same years I was, you know, Jim Callis says the Rangers have the best top 10 prospects in, in baseball. all of baseball. Um, that's, that's tells it tells you right there. Uh, and it's not like it falls off at number 11, you know, the, it, it keeps going and mm-hmm. it, it, and there's a deep system of you, you, you kind of look, Pablo Lopez is one of the guys the, you got the two guys from Milwaukee, Woodruff and Burns, uh, Shane Bieber, I almost called him Justin, um, <laughs> former Cy Young winners in there, you yep. know, Burns and, and Bieber. They're all under control for the next two seasons. Right. 25, they're free agents. You know, Cleveland really doesn't afford, can't afford and has shown throughout time with, you know, Jose Ramirez an exception that they usually don't extend uh, players. Uh, Milwaukee is going to be in a tough spot too financially because they're, they're so young. They have a lot of arbitration guys, including Woodruff and Burns. And they're not, it just would seem like it'd be too hard for them to keep both of them. So, you know, do you, do you trade them? Who costs one more, of them? Burns or Woodruff? Well, I would think Burns would would be the more attractive of the two. Um, and yeah, so you look, all right, well, what's a deal like that look like, you know, because they're, because they're under contractual control that adds to their value, it would, you know, cost more prospects. It's not like the, uh, the U Darvish Padres trade when he was in a six year, $126 million contract, uh, that I think he's still in. Right. Um, anyway, you know, the, the Padres were able to pull that deal off by sending, uh, I believe Kyle Davies and four prospects who are outside the top 10. Um, and, and the, and the Cubs sent Darvish and a catcher. So I just don't know that that deal is a, is a good comp here, but uh, you know, maybe the Luis Castile deadline deal that the, the Reds and, and Mariners made, right. You know, the, the Mariners sent, I think what, five, one, three and five, their top prospects. Um, they sent a lot. And, uh, is that something that the Rangers want to do for two years? And and you know, now the price will be down this off this offseason because it's a half season less. There's not a you're not trying to win a pennant. Um, so so but you still kind of wonder. And it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, and it'll be interesting to see if, if the Rangers would overpay for that. If they want it, if they do, do they go out and automatically try to sign him to an extension? You know, it, whichever pitcher it is they get. So, but I think I think trades are really more likely Avenue, you know, you can talk about if you look at the rotation as a whole, how many, how long do you want to have guys under contract? Because you do have Jack Leiter and Kamar Rocker and, and Owen White, Colwyn, you it's know, you, be a hugely deep starting pitching. Right. And you want them in your rotation to counterbalance these extensions right. and the Corey Seager, Marcus. Wonderful Simeon problem contracts. to have if your prospects are better than your starters. So that's what you want. So, you know, do you want to sign a bunch of guys to five-year deals? Well, no. Do you want, you know, because you got John Gray, Martin Perez, you think you want to resign, or do you just let him say, hey, you know, we're going to give you the qualifying offer. Take take the one year or, or go out and, and, you and get your own. Yeah. You know, the qualifying offer is 19, a little more than 19 million this year. For Martin, that would be a 500% raise roughly. Um, you might want to check my math on that. But, um, you know, and, and Martin, one year, 19, if he replicates what he did this year, He'll get. He'll be. A he'll big he'll pay. go into free agency he's, next he's, off season with without the qualifying offer attached, 
and having pitched like a $19 million a year pitcher. And he's only 31, right? 31. 30, turn, 31. He turns, I think his birthday is April 4th. Well, uh, he'll be 32, but what yeah. did DeGrom? DeGrom's 34. Yeah, he's older. Uh, you, then you're looking like people like Kershaw, who's in his mid 30s. Uh, people have been talking about Verlander as a free agent. What is he's he? 40. 40. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. So the, that, I mean, Perez is a no, we've said this over and over. He's a no brainer to me. Yeah. To me. I mean, you know. And, and a, a one year deal makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, teams would love to sign everybody for one year, honestly. But um, a one year deal wouldn't be the worst thing. I, you know, I still think there's a room to get him for three years at a at a price that makes both sides happy. Absolutely. Um, I think so, too. But anyway, there's a lot going on now all of a sudden, you know, and it started 25, 30 minutes ago with the announcement that, that Bruce Bochy is the new Rangers manager. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's break it to Cody and we'll, we'll save it for the end. How about okay. that? And we'll, we'll 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 go there. Let's get Cody on now. Then we'll go down uh, down in the bus leagues. My top twenty come out. We'll yep. talk about that. So let's go right now to Cody Freeman, uh, Bruce Bochy, the new manager. This is huge. All right. Joining us right now from from Surprise, Arizona, where he is playing actually in the Arizona Fall League. It's Texas Rangers catcher and a little bit of infield prospect, <laughs> uh, Cody Freeman. Cody's joining us now. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for agreeing to come on. You know, I, I uh, uh, we we do we do a lot of minor league guys. We had Colby Lewis though last week. Then he came in studio and sat where I'm sitting and he's a giant guy. And, um, I don't know. You've probably seen him around. He told me he was in instructs a couple of weeks ago, but, um, yeah. Fall league. I mean, you played a full season. Aren't you, aren't you tired? I'm, I, I don't like saying I'm tired cause it like it, it mentally gets to me, but yeah. those cold tubs I've been doing and recovery stuff, it's been helping out a lot, but it's definitely been a long year. Yeah. And I mean, you know, for, as, as, people have have figured out you're now mostly a catcher i mean i know you played some infield this year at hickory you came you came to the rangers as an infielder um how is this transition going to to catching it, it it's going really smooth really well especially now that we have uh we have a catching coordinator garrett kennedy and he's just been helping me out so much here in arizona and just uh learning learning game in game out from all these pitchers from 2021 20, instructs when they told me to put the gear on to now it's just big progress and just learning even more and bobby wilson all those guys have been helping me out so much yeah what was that like when they said hey man you want to catch i was up for the challenge that's just who i am i'm a competitor i like i was like all right bring it on let's try it and uh next thing you know within not even a week i'm catching in a game <laughs> and it's like hey all right let's let's do it <laughs> Had, had you ever, did you catch in high school? I mean, what was, what's your, what's any background catching? I mean, when I was like probably 12 or 13, maybe like a month of catching and I hated it. Like that's what like, my <laughs> friends, like everyone at that age hates it. <laughs> like, let's try it. And then like, just like, I don't know, it was travel ball. So it wasn't like as competitive. So like I did it and I was like, yeah, not a fan. And then just, I guess one month of catching experience. That's pretty much it. All right. Well, what, I mean, you don't just stand back there and catch the ball. If, if, if that was the case, anybody could do it. What, what is for you? What, what's been the biggest challenge? Um, I just, my biggest challenge is probably by like my receiving right now. Like, I mean, the blocking, the throwing, calling a game, Pitch and catch relationship, all that stuff like comes in a factor too. But like, I'd say like physically, the thing I like probably want to work on the most is like my receiving. So I mean, it's been it's been proven, like I said, with Garrett just over the years, and it's it's getting there. Yeah, well, I mean, the Rangers are, you know, if you look at the uh, catching framing runs, yeah, uh, that's a, apparently a stat. Uh, the top two this year were in the American League were Jose Trevino and Jonah Heim, and they you know 
last year they were so good too and they were teammates they learned it under Bobby Wilson and I mean this is a this is a big deal for this organization trying to get strikes for the pitchers so is that how delicate is that how subtle of a movement is that it's uh I mean like you said subtle like trying to stay as quiet as possible but like like you said with those guys like Trevino and Heim like I mean, I'm going to be with Trevino this offseason, working with him. So that's just even a plus plus. And um, appreciate him for taking me under my wing in 2021 big league camp. Like he took me around in my ring right away and started working with me a lot. And uh, I just can't wait for this offseason to work with him. So where is that going to be? San Antonio or is he or is he going to work out here? Correct. He's in San Antonio. That's where he lives. And I'll be in Austin. So it's about 45 minute drive. So I'll, I'll be going out like two or three times a week. So it'd be pretty cool. What are you going to be doing in Austin? So my, my I have family that lives there. My girlfriend lives there. I have like my like strength guy that lives there. I just have all like the resources I need and, uh, and um, just works out perfect. All right. Now, Austin, are, are you, are you like, does your girlfriend go to UT or, or yeah, what's she- the deal? Uh, she's got one year left there, and uh, and she's graduating, doing doing her thing. Are you a, now? Are you a Texas fan? Or are you still rooting for for the folks back uh, back back in the LA area? <laughs> Honestly, I, I never like grew up like a USC UCLA fan, any of that kind of stuff. But like, obviously, I like my brother was committed to TCU, so those first two years, I rooted on the Horn Frogs, and I was committed to Baylor. Then it was all green and gold, and then it's like he goes <laughs> the guard. Dropped by the Indians, I get dropped in. It's like uh, kind of lost the love, but like I love college football. But like right now, as in school wise, I'd say like just to make her happy. Like when I'm with her, I'll root on the horns. But I still got a little bit of green and gold in me in my heart. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, this you know my website is called Rangers Today. Uh, we have we have frogs today at this at this studio. So uh, <clears throat> you know the UT John's holding up his his hook'em horns here. That's right. UT and Baylor. Tony knows what he's doing. Not, uh, not, not the biggest TCU uh, favorites, but <laughs> not, not going to hold it against you. I get it. Um, but yeah, college football. My first college football was uh, TCU, and it was my brother's. I think one of his visits, and I loved it. I was like, "Yo, I'm, I'm coming here. I'm coming here." And then, like, just then, like, I started visiting the schools, and I was like, "Dang!" And California coaches went to Baylor. Steve Rodriguez, Don Strauss, they. Talk, talk me into going there. I did it. And I was like, yo, I'm always, like I said, I'm a competitor and uh, playing against my brother was always a, a goal. Mm-hmm. And he gets drafted and it's like, gosh, there goes that one. And then uh, <laughs> I get drafted, play against each other in spring training. And then now it's like, just like we're once, st- I mean, he made it and I'm close. I'm getting there, getting there. And then uh, I'll be a dream come true. I remember when you guys faced each other in spring training that year. Um, he popped out right to like end the game. Correct. And, and you, out gr- you grounded out to him, right? Is that, is that, am I remembering things right? Yes, you are. You, uh, I grounded out to him at shortstop in the seventh inning. And then he flew out to me in the ninth inning, last pitch to end the game. And then we won. Yeah. Sometimes my, my memory scares me, but uh, <laughs> it scares me. Good Lord. <laughs> All right. But you, you didn't pop out. I mean, you, know, you, you hit 13 home runs this season. Um, where, where are you offensively? I mean, you, you've got a little, you've got a little, you pack a little punch. Yeah, it's, it was, uh, it was, it was a good year. Uh, as in like power numbers, I was like, it, it just like my first year, I didn't hit one home run. My second year down, he said like, I think six. And then this year, 13, it's like, it's slowly coming. It just like starts in the weight room and it starts with like, with Cody Atkinson and all those guys hitting and stuff like that. And I just continue to feel more comfortable at the plate and out here facing the best competition out here. It's just, it feels, it feels really good. I'm excited yeah. to get going. Yeah. I mean, the, the fall league is usually loaded with talent. I mean, the guy you're catching with is, is Henry Davis, who is uh, the, the first overall draft pick last year ahead of Jack Leiter. Right. Um, and then, and then, you know, the Rangers first round pick this year, Kumar Rocker is, is, uh, is, is on the team and now you're catching him. Give us a quick Kumar Rocker background of what you are, breakdown of what you've seen so far from him i mean i've seen nothing but like success i mean for a guy to go from college to pro ball like kind of like think about it as getting your feet wet like settling in type thing like oh he'll get there like no like he's he's on the mound he's doing his thing like he's a pro like 
he got drafted where he should be. And the Rangers, I mean, it's a great pick. That, that dude's going to be something special. I mean, the the the, fa- the fastball, we, we know about the velocity. The the slider's the pitch, though. Is that right? Correct. correct. He, uh, that's called a curveball, but it's like a slur type thing, but it, it, it's nasty. <laughs> yeah. Somebody told me he can take he can take velo off it to make it more like a true curveball. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he does. He does do that during the game sometimes without just like telling me or like <laughs> like you know how pitchers are. They they'll like get in their own head sometimes. Not saying he gets in his own head, but pitchers will like to do some stuff that sure. Just, oh, all right, all right. You know, at Hickory though to start the year that that rotation was very very good. Good rotation. Um, who who. Who did you like? Who who do you like the most? I'm sure you like them all, but like Owen White was there. Uh, Ma- Mason, Mason Angler came on strong. Uh, Venasco finished pretty well. Uh, we can't forget our, our buddy TK Roby. Right. How, what what did you see this year from those guys? I mean, it, you said it perfect. Like on paper, it's like game one. It's like oh my gosh. I mean, if this team sticks together, we will win everything. We'll win the division first half. We'll win easily the South League. Like. It's like that was one of the best game one like lineups probably in minor league baseball. And we all can't coming in, we all knew that too. And just catching those guys, like seeing their routine, seeing how they get after in the weight room, seeing how they get after and catch play, all, all that kind of stuff. And it's just like they bring it into the game and just I mean, again, like I know you asked like who I like the most, but like it's it's pretty much even with all those guys. Like it was fun catching when I did. Yeah, well it's it's not fair for you to pick one out. I mean, I don't, I don't want, I don't want somebody hating you or thinking, man, I thought you liked me the most. What was that? I don't, I don't want, I don't want anybody hating on you. Exactly. Yeah. After the podcast, someone's going to come, Oh, you don't like me anymore or something like that. <laughs> we don't need that. Yeah. All right. So what's, what's the outlook for you next season? What, what are your, do you look too far ahead? Do you, do you, I mean, it seems like Frisco's a possibility. Do you, do you let that enter your thought process or you just wherever your feet are? Yeah, exactly. Like you beat me to it. I tell where my feet are right now. I'm in the fall league, doing what I'm supposed to do here, and then in the off season, I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to do in the off season. And when the time comes, the time comes. I'm just gonna, like I said, I'm I'm a pretty much be where my feet are at type of guy. All right. Uh, so if you, you said you watched the the Evan Carter episode, then you're totally familiar with our format that I asked the hard hitting baseball questions. I'm sure you were really sweating those out <laughs> and John here likes to have a little more fun. So, all right, John, here you go. Hey, this guy's from Cucamonga, right? Rancho Cucamonga. Correct. Rancho Cucamonga. Rancho Cucamonga. Cucamonga. <laughs> I, I'm a Texan. I can't talk. That's what people get it wrong. Now you went to Etiwanda high school. Is that right? Correct. Yes, sir. Okay, any other sports you played when you were growing up or in high school? No, sir. My dad never – I wanted to play football my whole life, but my dad never let me. He never let me put the pads on. So never at all, huh? I never got it in there? Never. I, I tried every year. I begged my mom, like, please sign me up. Don't let dad know. But dad always said no. He never wanted me to. So <laughs> so no basketball, no, uh, no uh, soccer? soccer, golf? I mean, like, probably when I was four, I played one year of soccer. I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, yeah, it wasn't me. But baseball was always, always it. Well, I mean, it's it's in the blood. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so you you committed to Baylor. You've already said that. Any other schools you considered? Were you like on the fence? I mean, you said you came and visited TCU. Who else made some offers to you? Um, I, I had I had some some local offers like the West Coast guys, but like I was always like I'm playing baseball, D1 baseball in Texas. So I mean, I was like I I was talking to I talked to UT a few times and they never offered, but I mean TCU tried to get me with such a minimum amount just because like my brother tried to do a little package deal. So I was like, nah, sorry, Horned Frogs, and uh, <laughs> moved on. Baylor was my next like little visit slash like walk around like let's see what it is. And I fell in love with it and. They, I mean, they had success those those few yeah. years, and yeah, 
Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Okay, so but but you chose instead because you were drafted in the fourth round by the Rangers in 2019. You were fourth. That was a good draft that year. Good in draft. Fact, yeah, yeah. You, you had Josh Young that year. You had uh, Davis Wenzel. Davis Wenzel wasn't Bradford in that draft too. He was. He was. Uh, yes. Ryan Garcia was in the draft. Ryan Garcia. I mean, this is a great top part of the draft here. Your fourth round that year. So this is always a fun question to ask. Where were you when you were drafted, and how did you find out you'd been drafted? All right, so I was in my living room on that. I think it was a Tuesday morning because the draft was a Monday, rounds one and two. And then Tuesday morning, I was in my living room. with. Uh, so that, call, that Monday night after the first two rounds, I got a call from my agent saying, hey, the Rangers are really interested. They're probably going to take you in the third or fourth round. Be ready. So uh, I, had my, I had my family, friends, high school coach come over, and uh, we're sitting there Tuesday morning. And then come fourth round, is uh, called my name, and then my friends picked me up, threw me in the pool, and we just started going crazy. <laughs> it was fun. It was the day I always remember. I still have the video, too. I hope you didn't have your phone in your pocket. That's my biggest fear now that we have a pool. Oh, I, 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 threw, I threw my phone out right Well, I didn't throw it out right away, but I was like, yo, hold on, because like the second I got called, like I mean, my last name wasn't even called. My head coach from Baylor called me. I was like, oh, my gosh. It's kind of like he knew where yeah. I was going because my last name wasn't even called yet and he called me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, my, my fear, like when I go out and clean the pool or whatever, is that I'm just going to drop my phone in the pool. Oh, I, I, I would I, rather, I'd rather lose my wallet than my, than my phone. Yeah. Everything's oh, on that one. Yeah. It's all contacted now. Everything that you got's in your phone and you yeah. do that. Okay. So, so let me ask you this. So when did you first realize you had pro scouts checking you out. I mean, was it your junior year? Was it your senior year? When was it? You were like, man, there's a chance here. I got guys watching me and talking to me. So honestly, like sophomore year, my brother was a senior. So, I mean, he got all the scouts there. I'm like, okay, this is my time to prove to these guys that like, Hey, look, we're going to come back in a couple of years. And, uh, I did what I did that year. had a pretty successful, good year. We won state that year. And uh, I was like, all right, perfect. And then, we didn't have any any like draft guys my junior year. So that senior year is when I started like they started coming to like fall games, like in home meetings, um, practices, and then games and stuff like that. And it was like it was almost like uh, I had the mentality like whatever happens happens. Like I'm going to school. Like that's my mentality. But like just so like it doesn't get in my head and stuff. But it, it's pretty hard. Like just take a deep breath and like just see ten cameras on you and it's like oh my gosh like. I can't play baseball right now. Like I'm a, I'm a little <laughs> nervous. I see what my brother went through and like, I'm like, okay, makes sense. But yeah, it was definitely my senior year. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. So let's get away from baseball. When you're outside of baseball and not playing, what is it you like to do? Do you hunt? Do you fish? Do you play golf? Uh, what's something that you like to do when you're not playing baseball? <laughs> Honestly, like it's, I, I don't like golf. I hate it. I'm so competitive because like I, I hook everything. Tails. <laughs> I've tried a few times because it's a baseball thing and it's just, it, it's not me at all. I don't hunt, I don't fish. I really, like, honestly, like I really come season, like it's like I go home, I mean, I go to the field, come home and just hang out. Like I just chill. I'm more of a chill guy. Like I don't really play too much PlayStation. I did, but like literally just, I'm pretty much more of like a, a homebody at this point. Like in the off seasons when I'll start, like, you know, I like, I'll go to the beach or like, you know, do that kind of stuff to play. I don't know if you've ever heard of spike ball, but I love spike ball. Um, what is spike ball? Yeah, kind so of like spike, pickleball? Like, spike ball is like the net in the middle. You have, it's like four guys surrounded and like you hit a ball and like, and the net, it's kind of like. It bounces like, off of it, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a little trampoline kind of thing. Yes, uh -huh. right. I've seen yeah, the yeah, videos yeah. and they, they, they spike it off of it and. It's kind of it. I've seen that. That looks fun. I'm too old. I would. I would. Yeah, that, that's. I guess you could say my off, like off the field thing to do. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get into food. So, favorite kind of food. What What's your favorite kind of food you like to eat? Uh, I'm a big hibachi guy. Like steak, fried rice, shrimp. That, that's my. That's definitely my go-to. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. All right. So we're gonna get into fast food, and we're gonna have to be controversial with him. Well. So, I mean, you, you you eat fast food. Are you a burger guy? What's your favorite fast food place? Yeah, it, it de definitely, definitely like a a burger or like a, a chicken sandwich. But my, I, I don't think Chick Fil A Chick Fil A like beats any anything. I think. Yeah, Chick Fil A is your number one. Yeah, 
That's what he said. He think Chick-fil-A beats yeah. him up. Chick-fil-A's one, in and outs right behind it. But like when I want a burger, obviously in and outs number one. But like talk about overall, like variety things to like choose from. I definitely go to Chick-fil-A. All right. Okay. So and he, he he chooses in and out. That's fine. He's a California guy. Have you had Whataburger? Yes, I have, and I actually had it in Austin about right before I left here in between that two week span after the season. And it's just like <laughs> I don't want no Ranger fans like bashing me, but it's just it's 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 a normal burger. It's nothing like nothing too crazy. It's not saying it's bad, but In and Out blows water burger through through the roof. In your mind, that's what. Okay, you know what? That's not controversial. The, 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 the thing I like, you know, water burger. You can. What was that? Water burger takes forever. Yeah, that's well, my problem do. with water burger. In, I mean, in and out, in and out. The but the drive through line in In and Out is out, outrageous. It's outstanding. But like In and Out, you could you can get. And when I was. When Trevino was with the Rangers, me and him would always like argue back and forth about it, like on Twitter and person, like. <laughs> and he had some. He had he had, he had posted like because I, I I think I, he posted something about Whataburger being better than now. I quoted it, and uh, he said something, and I got the Ranger fans going. Like he's like, better change it before you get to Arlington. All this kind of stuff. <laughs> now, do you, do you, how do you get your do you do animal style? I mean, animal styles. When I go to In and Out, that's how I do it. I, I I'm very plain. I'm just cheese, meat, ketchup, and then right. like I'll get like I'll get spread and just like put it in there. But like yes, I'm pretty I'm pretty basic. What is animal style? It's kind of like uh, Thousand Island dressing. Oh, yeah, but, it's, but it's, it's got all kinds of stuff. It's good though. I mean that's pretty good. I, I get and I get the fries well done. Okay, now let's go to your favorite home cooked meal. What is your favorite home cooked meal, and who cooks it? Is it mom, grandma, girlfriend? Who cooks your favorite home cooked meal? And, and what is it, mom? It, her enchiladas or something else like it's like every time if i come home like that first day after the season or after camp in arizona and she's like enchiladas will be ready tonight and it's like <laughs> <laughs> well okay are they cheese are they chicken are they uh chicken and, churro sauce? Sauce. Ch- chicken and cheese with green sauce oh man yep that's right you, you got a you got a mexican place in in surprise you go to um <laughs> I go. To, I love Chipotle. It's it's. I guess like I was in real. Everyone says it's not real Mexican food, but like I think it is. I love it. Okay. You can't go wrong with. Because there's a place off of Reams called Ritos that is delicious, and you can get red or green sauce. I just had Oscar's Taco Shop last night, honestly, and what? it's right Oscar's here on Taco Shop. I think we, we went there. there. Is that where you and I went? Yeah, yeah. That's Oscar's good. is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and I went there during spring training. Right there okay. by the stadium. All right, we got two more before we let you get out of here. First of all, we're going to play the home run game. I play this with everybody. Okay, we're going to talk about three home runs. Sometimes you might mix in two in there and then be four. That's fine. But the first home run is going to be one home run. I want you to tell me about the first home run you ever hit over a fence. How old were you and where were you? Okay, yes. Funny how you asked that. I was... 11 years old in Las Vegas, Nevada, in the in it, like one of the tournament's championship games, and um, dead center. I mean, the fences are 200 feet, but dead center. <laughs> I was like, I hit it. I'm like, uh oh, and I started going crazy because my dad. I think my dad, my dad was coaching first base, and uh, I was like jumping up and down. But yeah, it was, it was in Las Vegas, Nevada, 11 years old in a championship game. Okay, that's awesome. That's good. Okay, now the second home run. The most exciting one, whether it's high school, minor leagues, uh, when you played when you were younger in travel ball, the most exciting, did you ever have a walk-off or a, you tied the game in the in the ninth or put them ahead? What's the most exciting home run you've hit? Uh, funny story. I mean, I was on a podcast about, this was in Down East, and um, about, I think the first week of the season, I got on a podcast, and the, the, the guy his name was John. He asked me, he's like, Hey, like, are you like, when, like, have you hit your first home run yet? And I was like, no, but when I do, it's going to be memorable. So two weeks later, we're in Charleston and we're, um, down two to three to two. We're down three to two bottom nine or yeah. Top nine. We're in Charleston. We're on third. Dustin Harris on third. And then, uh, two outs, two strikes. Guy throws a fastball at like my face. I chop at it and it goes over the right field fence. And we're going crazy because it's week three of the season. Our record's great right now in Down East. 
And it, we were just, everyone was going nuts. It was a sold out crowd that day. I think it was like a Friday night. And then Charleston had crazy crowds and they were going crazy chirping. And it just went from loud to like crickets. And our dugout was going ham. We were going crazy. And uh, that was definitely my most memorable. It was my first pro home run. Okay. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other. Um, yeah, the, the, the last one's going to be the bomb, the big one. Uh, what's the far one you've hit the furthest? You knew it was gone the minute you hit it. And how far do you think it went? Oh, uh, yeah, that was definitely in, I think, my second, my, yeah, my second home run this year in Hickory. Um, fastball, but in, I hit it. I gave it a little look and then I uh, started running. But uh, I, that's when I definitely knew. That was like my first, like, I guess, no home run. Or no doubt. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'd say it was definitely, it was definitely probably like, Probably four ten, maybe around that, maybe a little less. But it was which way? Left field? Did you turn on it or center? I turned on it. I turned on it. All right. Okay. Last last question. Last question. I know it's. I know what it is. I, you may have heard this one. Go ahead. John. Yeah. This is last question. Is our what is something nobody knows about Cody Freeman? We've asked this to a lot of guys. Um, you got different answers all over the place. Uh, some of our best is Jack Leiter can't stand peanut butter. Hates peanut butter. Uh, that's one of them. They're, they're, what's something that nobody knows about Cody Freeman? Is I mean, I would say like just my close ones obviously know, but like everyone, no one knows that I do not eat any vegetables. Huh. You what? <laughs> not one vegetable I'll eat. I mean, there was the only <laughs> thing that is, is doable is lettuce. That's it. But when it comes to anything else, I will not eat it. I will not eat a vegetable. Really? Really? nutritionist didn't like that the first year but we made it work there was like there was like some powder some green powder something something along those lines that like i made work but yeah just i will not eat a vegetable what about fruit you eat fruit oh, i love fruit i love fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I right. so so like vegetables. No, no broccoli N nothing Mas what about mashed potatoes it, i i i'm honestly i didn't know that was a vegetable <laughs> like mashed potatoes you would think as like french fries type thing but like yeah i can eat mashed potatoes for sure well look are, we are, are they a root are I potatoes a be. root maybe they i don't know could be uh, i i'm gonna of them as a vegetable i think you want to let cody know okay that if he got to the big leagues this next season would his manager already be in place yes so what just broke you're gonna hear this for the first time buddy yeah bruce bochi is the new rangers manager a former catcher is he yeah. He is. He was. I just saw it come across my thing. I saw why you looked at your phone. Yeah, you heard it here. Now this is already going to. Everybody's going to know about this by the time it goes out. But Cody Freeman, you were with us when we found this out, and you now know your big league manager when you get there is going to be Bruce Bochy. Let's go. Let's go. I'm pumped up. <laughs> he's got a giant head. He does have a giant head. It's not as. I mean, yours isn't near as big as head. I've heard he's, he's got. He's got three big rings too. So <laughs> that'll work. Hey, Cody, in all seriousness, buddy, uh, we know how busy your schedule is. You're going again with the Arizona Fall League. It's fantastic for you to stop down and talk to us and take time out of your day. We really appreciate you coming on with us. No, absolutely. Thank you guys again so much for having me and uh, looking forward to seeing you all maybe in spring training. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. We'll see you there. That's Cody Freeman, catcher for the Texas Rangers, playing in the Arizona Fall League. Cody, thanks, thanks again, bud. We'll see you. Yeah, thank you. See you. Y'all have a good one. You too. You too. to Cody Freeman for joining us and excited about his new manager coming in. But we're, we're going to get back uh, next week. Hopefully we can get him on uh, Bruce Bochy. That's our first job is to try to get him on. Yeah. And, cool. and, and in regards to Cody, I didn't, I didn't want to mention his brother, you know, his brother Tyler's like a, one of the Indians or sorry, the guardians top prospects, really good player. Obviously somebody looks up to, but um, I'm sure, I'm sure Cody gets beaten. I'm sure he likes answering questions about his brother, but we need to know a little bit more about Cody than, than just who his brother is. So Absolutely. I'm glad he took the time. He's a good kid, energetic, loves baseball. So, um, yeah, can't can't wait to see what see what happens with him. And if he's in Frisco next year, 
get him in the studio. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll get him in here. Okay. We got to go down in the bus leagues. Yeah. Um, I did my top 20 list. We'll get to that in just a second. But first, I want to get into uh, Arizona Fall League. A uh, couple of guys have stood out from the Rangers that have been there. Um, Acuna, the one especially, yeah, yeah, has kind of yeah, gotten off yeah, to a hot start. Yeah. Uh, you've heard him? I've heard of him. Okay. Uh, and I mean, Cody Freeman's up. Hitting really well right yes, now. Yes, he has. He's not collecting extra base hits. Three or something like that. He's hitting well. Um, and then, you know, Rocker had his first bumpy start last time out. Uh, three runs and two innings. But, you know, this is this is getting... New baseball, getting, pro ball. Getting yep. feet wet. So Absolutely. I wouldn't worry too much about that. But the surprise team's really good. Yeah, they yeah. are. They're doing really well. Okay. Yeah. So, I do my... Every year I start the season with my top 20. You know my criteria. Cannot be in the big leagues. That's my That's right. criteria. That's right. That's fine. So Josh Young graduated off of there. So did Ezekiel Duran. So did uh, uh, Josh Smith. All of those guys came off. I updated it. Just finished 10 through 1. I did uh, 20 through 11 last week. 10 through 1 came out today, which is Friday, by the way. Came out today. Any surprises for you? or? Uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 was, I, was, I was looking over it. I thought you had, I mean, I like Tommy Sejaci. I thought. Maybe he was a little, that was a little aggressive, but, uh, you know, having him at I really nine, like Thomas. I know you, I know you do. And uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys do, and he had a fantastic year. Um, but no, I thought. I'm big I, on this guy too. He jumped I, way up for me. I thought, I thought Anthony Gutierrez probably should have been on your, your top 10. Um, okay. Just, I, I, I think that, he, you know, he's just, a lot, he's really a lot of, well a lot of people love him yeah. uh, in the organization. And, you know, he was a big international signing. So, um, Anyway, okay. no, it's solid. I mean, it's it's it, names you've heard, you know. Um, so yeah, uh, the, but I have a whole new number one. And I know it's you not don't. who people think it is. I think a lot of people just assume that it would be Jack Leiter that would jump up. He was number two for me at the beginning of the year. Still love Jack. Yeah, still easily could come in to be a number one prospect. Um, I just gave him a slight bump just because of the season. Which, by the way, I'm not disappointed in at all. The guy threw another hundred innings. Mm-hmm. Uh, went was still hitting mid nineties by the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, had one little break with with arm fatigue that he stopped down for a couple of starts and did that. Yeah. Hey, this guy came in and did what he needed to do his first pro. Maybe a little aggressive to move him to double A, but he held his own, stayed all season, hitting mid nineties going into it. When you fall behind hitters in double A, that's good hitting. I mean, yeah. it, it gets better at double A. Right. When you're in hitting counts in double A. I don't care who you are. Those guys can hit fastballs mid nineties and up if you're going to have to come at them with it. Yeah. You know, and I, I asked uh, Ross Fenstermaker, who's an overseas player development. If in hindsight, they thought that double a was too much for lighter, too aggressive. And he said, maybe if you're, maybe if you want to see statistical results, it sure. was. Yeah. But I think they saw what they wanted to see. They gave him the challenge. They, they saw a guy who's trying to learn how to pitch, uh, had to learn some things, um, didn't have success. So maybe that makes him work harder. I, I don't know, but yeah, he could have gone to high A and pitched and probably had, Been at had, double had, a had better numbers. Yeah. yeah. Pitching a more uh, hitter pitcher friendly league rather. Uh, but that's, that's the route they went. They think it's going to pay dividends down the road. So, uh, I don't know if he goes to triple A next year or not. If he reopens, you know, opens again at Frisco and has to, has to make five or ten starts there to show that he can figure that he has figured out double A. But um, yeah, you know, what did you have him three? Right? I had him number three. Yeah. Um, a couple of guys, both Porter and Kumar, for me, joined <laughs> the top twenty that sure. bumped a couple of guys for me. And you know, I'm, I'm a guy too with lighter last year. I didn't have him as number one prospect like a lot of the publications did going into the season, just because he had not played one pro inning. Yeah, and that was my only holdback for him. He played a full hundred pro innings yeah. that he pitched, um, or nine. What was it? A hundred? Uh, nine? Yeah, somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. Anyway, um, so so he held his own, and the only reason he dropped for me is the other two guys that jumped him, Owen White and uh, Evan Carter. In my opinion, they not only stood out and did well. Uh, Owen did make the bump after mm-hmm. starting out in a ball and uh, did well when he got there and pitched in the playoffs. Mason England was another one that I didn't have. I mean, I had some guys that didn't make this list. I gotta be honest with you. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, I bumped a few and, and, but there are guys, Mason England had a great year. Ricky Venasco who struggled a little bit. The only reason he just got jumped by some guys that had yeah. better years. Yeah. He's another guy that finished off. Well, I mean, Cody Bradford who had a right. great second half, really good, really yeah. good second half. Um, Bumped off of my list too. You had a couple of guys like that. It is no 
indication of what I think of these guys. It has nothing to do. Well, and it speaks to the depth of the organization. Absolutely. Mm. That's that currency we're talking about. That's right. I promise you, Cody Bradford, Ricky Venasco, Mason England, those guys are on other teams' radars in trade talks. Sure. They're going to be there. They're not going to be. I mean, we had a the middle infield, going Maximo Acosta, yeah. You know, he fell off my list. This guy was in the top 10 for me before the season started. Yeah. And it's just because other middle field, other middle, middle infield prospects kind of jumped him and just did a lot better. Yeah. Uh, this year, Maximo didn't have bad numbers either. Well, he was healthy. He played the whole year. Right. He had a really good stretch there in August where he, he got, got pretty hot. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, he's, he was 19 on the whole year. I think he turns, uh, his birthday's next weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, he turns 20 next weekend. So he's a young guy still. Yep. Um, you know, the COVID year probably hurt him. Getting hurt last year didn't help either. So, right. uh, anyway, um, yeah, the list is at uh, and uh, rangersday.com, which is $5.99 a month or $60 for a year, $35 for six months, which if you want to talk about Bruce Bochy and yeah. all the offseason moves, $35 a good buy right now. Well, and it gets you to, it gets you past opening date. So it gets you all spring training where the, the big stuff's going to happen and, um, and when yeah. we get spring training, we're going to have stuff coming out all the time, all yeah. the time, videos every day. Now that's free. Go to go, go hit the subscribe button down here below. Um, and, and we're getting close yeah. there, guys. We're getting up. We're up over 900 now. We got to yep, get to a yep, thousand. Yep. Hey, tell your friends. Um, let me know. You've told your friends you go, you go send that link to a hundred of your friends and let me know. I'll put you in a drawing. Maybe I'll invite uh-huh. you up here to, to see an episode or something and meet somebody. I don't know. Show me you prove me you've done it. Let's get some more people out there. Yeah, I, mean, the Ranger fans. I mean, you know, we don't have to stop at a thousand. You know, we can get to absolutely. We can get to a million or 10 million, like Mr. Beast or whatever his name is that my, <laughs> my kids watch. So yeah, I mean, let's, let's, let's not, let's not stop at a thousand. Let's grow this thing. Get absolutely. the word out. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of words. Bruce Bochy, yes, um, big deal. Some big, some big things look like uh, you know the Rangers made the huge splash last off season by signing Seager and Simeon, yeah, for five hundred million dollars. And now this is the big now splash. They just this made year. a a really big hire with the manager and Bruce Bochy. So, um, yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully in the next week or two, he's he's uh, on our show. It'd be great, great to get him in here in in studio. I don't know, I don't know the chances of that. But, yeah. Um, I imagine he'll be doing some press. We could from- we could zoom in and zoom him in from Nashville or maybe Arlington and yeah. you know have the Rangers do it for him. I mean, he is sixty seven, so maybe he has trouble with technology. I don't know, but uh, we'll see. We're going to find all this stuff out, John. It's we'll find out Monday when he when he's there and do that. We also got an MVP in the house. Uh, That's Molly's right. Here. Molly was- Wilson, uh, MVP of the Smashing Sweethearts eight uh, U softball team, had a solid season. Saw some tape on her. She looked yeah, good. I'll tell you she's what, good. She's, she's good. solid. Yeah, unfortunately, she's a little under the weather, but she, she fits right into the minor league system because she is not in, she, she's not up in the big leagues yet but that sounds good anything low, else? low 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 A that's yeah. right yeah. anything else before we get out of here <laughs> no just subscribe to both of our channels and uh, stay tuned for some Bruce Bochy news absolutely Cody Freeman thanks a lot for coming on guys until next time we'll see you at the yard Roxo Media House.